It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked On Reds podcast on a Thursday on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked On Reds. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's uh, it's great to be with you. Like I said, on this Thursday, where the Reds, well, they lost yesterday. Matt Harvey struggled, gave up two three-run home runs in a seven-to-nothing loss. To the Milwaukee Brewers. The Reds fall to 65 and 88 on the season. They're only 24 and a half games out of first place with nine games to go. Can they go three and six? Because three and six will equal their record from last season. We'll talk about yesterday's game, but first, let's hear from Jim Riggleman, the manager of your Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what happened. Uh, you know, the, it started out walking uh, the pitcher, um, but then. Um, the, the comebacker to him, uh, I'm not sure if he didn't get his grip, didn't feel comfortable throwing it to second, or, or um, for whatever reason, just didn't throw to second. And then, uh, you know, Joey had made a move to the ball, so we didn't get anybody out there. And, um, uh, you know, the inning got away from us from there. When you only get two hits, you, every once in a while you got to tip your hat to their pitcher. And Gio, when he's on, he, he can be pretty good. Yeah, you know, um, Geo faced us earlier in Washington, and we had a, a, a decent day against him. And uh, uh, tonight, though, he, he made the necessary pitches. You know, a couple times it looked like we were getting ready to get to him, and he would uh, pull the string on us, and, and um, you know, we just couldn't do much. Joey hit three balls on the button, but, uh, you know, they made plays on each of them. Pena home run, that 13 pitch at bat. Dude, yeah, that was, that was big, big runs. Right? That that was a great at bat, and finally uh, Matt left one there, and and he took advantage of it. But uh, you know, really, really good at bat, and uh, Pena's Pena's hurt us. You know, um, uh, not just this year, but last year too, he's hurt us. Play where uh, Shevler and Billy can converge. I don't really know what happened there. You know, I, I didn't really. When it got hit, I knew it was going to be a little bit of an, uh, you know, tough area. I didn't know uh, if, if Chev was going to be able to get to it. I, where Billy was playing, he was coming a long way. I, I'm not really sure what happened. That's Jim Riggleman yesterday. That audio courtesy of Reds.com. The Reds lose seven to nothing at Milwaukee. That's their final game against the Brewers, um, and, and honestly, it was ugly, uh, right? I mean, it was exactly 
which you didn't want to see if you are a Reds fan. Um, the Reds dropped to 65 and 88 on the season. And on today's podcast, we will talk about uh, this, the four-game series with Miami starting tonight at 7:10. We'll talk baseball, but I want to talk about a report, uh, or an article, rather, that Mark Sheldon did, MLB.com. We'll get to that coming up in a few minutes, and it has to do with the offseason. If you're a Reds fan, you've probably been looking ahead to the offseason, what they're going to do, how they're going to upgrade the team. We will talk about that in just a few short minutes here on the Locked on Reds podcast. But first, I, w- I want to talk about Cody Reed. This is a big opportunity for Cody Reed. You're in Miami. You're going up against the team that you can beat, certainly more talented than. You're going up against a pitcher who's also 0-2, whose ERA is over three runs worse than you, and you're coming off of a good outing when you had 10 strikeouts. Cody Reed was good his last outing. He needs that to continue. He needs to flash here. This is the time where if you're Cody Reed, you need to come come up big. He went up against the Cubs, came up big. Five scoreless, 10, uh, 10 strikeouts, only gave up two hits. I wouldn't have pulled him as early as Jim Ruggleman did. Ruggleman pulled him. If you're Reed, show you can continue to do that. If this team is going to get where it hopes to be next season, and Joe Madden said, oh, watch out for the, the Reds next year. If you want that to come true, the only way that's going to come true is if they upgrade the rotation. I could go on and on about, oh, what if they get this hit? Or what if they trade Billy Hamilton and a starting pitcher for Christian Yelich a a year ago? What if they would have done that? What would have happened? Well, they would still be awful as far as their starting pitching goes. They need better pitchers. Their hitting is there. For the most part, the hitting is there. And I know it sounds silly saying that. They just lost 7-0. But overall, it is there. This team needs to find a way to upgrade its starting pitching. I like Luis Castillo. I think he can be in the rotation next year. I think uh, a guy like Anthony DiScalfani has shown that he can be in the, the rotation this year. Um, But outside of that, you're going to have to upgrade from the Homer Baileys. Remember when Brandon Finnegan was on the radar here? <laughs> Good God, he's had one of the worst seasons. End up getting sent to, to AAA and then was made a reliever, and it's just been – Tough sledding there. So if you're the Reds, you're going to have to figure that aspect out. And if you can figure that out, then I'll start to buy in. But this is a tough division. This is a very tough division. And it's not going to get easier next year. Think about this. Everyone in the Reds division is over 500. The second worst team, Pittsburgh, is 77 and 74. 77 and 74. That would be good for third in the NL East and within striking distance of second. That would be good for third in most of these divisions. Very few. In fact, let's look at them. Uh, There is not another division in the National League where four teams are over 500. Not one. So that's part of it. Let's look in the American League, which there might be. Nope, 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 nope. No, it's the only division. So I get it, the AL East, it's really high end. I mean, the top three teams are really, really good, but Toronto-Baltimore, under 500. God, Baltimore's awful. Um, Kansas City-White Sox, both under 500. Angels have a chance to finish over 500 right now, under 500, along with Texas. Miami and the Mets, under 500. The Reds are the only team under 500. So I think the the key to this offseason is taking more of a long-view approach if you're the Reds. You're just not close enough yet. You just aren't. And if, uh, and I don't know how patient the owner's going to be with that. 
I honestly don't. And it's a good segue into what we're going to get into next. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. The Reds say they're going to spend money to get free agent pitchers this offseason. Is that smart? We'll discuss that next as the Locked On Reds podcast rolls on. I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked On Reds podcast. It is great to be with you. By the way, this offseason, we'll cover who the Reds manager is going to be. We'll dive into all that stuff. I don't want to get ahead of myself. The season isn't over yet. Even though there's nine games to go, there's so much that, that I think you as a fan want to talk about when it comes to the offseason, but the season isn't over yet, and that's what I've been struggling with. Should I jump into offseason? I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that yet. It's still September. Anyways, Mark Sheldon, MLB.com, sat down, talked with Reds President of Baseball Operations Dick Williams and said that um, the ownership and Dick Williams, they're prepared to, uh, to spend for starters. Dick Williams said, I would say we're more outwardly focused this year due to where we sit from a budget standpoint. Whether that's free agency or trades has yet to be determined. We will be prepared to pursue both. We do think it'll be an area that's important to supplement. And uh, that's interesting. It's very interesting because I don't know what free agents stand out. Like, what, what free agent starters stand out and would be like you're getting Dallas Keuchel from from the Astros is that the guy you're going after I I I just I don't see it maybe maybe you say yeah that's the guy okay I mean sign me up uh, he's 30 11 and 11 this season with a 3.7 ERA okay um outside of that Clay Buckholtz uh, Gio Gonzalez, you saw yesterday, pitched very well against the Reds. Lance Lynn, Wade Miley. Which which one of those guys is – and Clay Buckholtz has good numbers. But which one of those guys is going to really bridge the gap in this division? And then after that, it's Matt Harvey. Like, it's not like this is this great crop of free agent pitchers. So maybe it is by trade, and maybe you find a trade, and I think that's the key. Because if you could trade for a pitcher that is another organization's, let's say, Luis Castillo, who has the potential to be an ace, but is certainly a, a, will be a, one of the spots in the rotation. And then you could add Dallas Keuchel. And then you could add Gio Gonzalez. And then you could add Lance Lynn. You know, you could add one of those guys. If you do that, now we're talking. That is how you turn a below-average rotation into an average or slightly above-average rotation because then Luis Castillo could take a step forward. Anthony DiScalfani could take a step forward. You would have the guy who could potentially compete to be the ace that you traded for, plus you have, insert whatever name you're talking about, Buckles, Keuchel, uh, Gonzalez, Lynn, Miley. That's it. I I don't put Harvey in that. I I don't put Harvey in that at all. And then you could have a Tyler Malley or a Sal Romano battle it out for the last spot. That is how you take a weakness and potentially make it a strength. That's how. So if you're going to do it, if you're the Reds, you got to get multiple. Two to three. And if it's two high-end quality, then that's perfect. If it's one really high-end, and it usually if it's really high-end, it'll be via trade. And then you sign two free agents on maybe bigger money but short-term deals just to to see, or you take flyers, kind of like they did in the bullpen, right? I mean, they they did they handled their bullpen business last offseason really well. If you do that, you could sell me on it. But outside of that, 
I don't want them just going out and signing a guy or two. I don't want them to retain Matt Harvey and think that that's enough. That, to me, is not enough. Retaining Matt Harvey is not enough for this Reds team to get where it needs to go next year in 2019. And I, I don't know what will be. Because even if you get those guys, where are you going to finish in the division? Fourth? This is a really good division. It's a really good division. And what do you have to give up if you're trading for one of those pitchers? Senzel? Hunter Green? Both of them? I mean, if you're trading for a high-end pitcher, you're going to have to give up a lot. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Can you tell I got excited there? Nine games left, and, and we will dive in. By the way, Scooter Jeanette, two points behind Christian Yelich in the, for the batting title. Come on, Scooter. Come on. Four games against the Marlins. Hit like 800 against the Marlins. Get that average up. I'm James Erpine. You can subscribe to this daily Reds podcast, which normally it's daily since the, the season winding down. We're doing at least three podcasts a week. Uh, it's Reds, it's Marlins for a four-game series, and it is, uh, well, it's going to define a lot. If the Reds can get three, they might get to 68 wins this weekend. I could see them taking three or four. We'll see. Nine to go. You got to get more than three to finish better than you did last year. I'm James Erpine. Have a great day. Thanks for listening today on the Locked On Reds Podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.